There are those windows. Those scary fucking windows. Did you ever see the movie Ryan Reynolds? Yes. The new one? Yeah. yeah. I watched both of them. But I feel like the story moved faster in the Ryan Reynolds one. Mm-hmm. Also, he's wonderful. Well, yeah, he, I mean... Anything with him in it is an improvement. <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of Gals, Gays, and Ghouls. We're your ghost hosts for the ghoulish conversations, haunted tales, and fictional stories. I'm Gabby, and I like falling asleep to ghost adventures. And I'm Brie, and I like drawing morbid and spooky things. And I'm Jess, and I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing, but here I am. Okay, episode three. Here we are. We made it somehow i don't know how but yeah yeah, we did i mean i really thought our like anxiety or like adhd would take over and we would like not make it this far but here we are about to talk about amityville horror house in long island so what do you guys know no clue (laughs) honestly i have no clue i like how you guys both had to like look at each other sorry i was you talk to me talk i was vibing um i only know what the movies pretty much told us because um, I've seen both of them, mm-hmm. and pretty much the gist that I got from it was that this dude killed his whole family, um, was caught, confessed, and then said someone or something made him do it. And right. That's all I got. Yeah. So that man um, is Ronald DeFeo Jr. And in the middle of the night on November thirteenth, nineteen seventy four. Um, he killed six of his relatives, relatives being, like, his immediate family, with a 35 caliber rifle. While they were asleep, um, he killed his parents, Louise and Ronald DeFeo, his siblings, 18-year-old Dawn, 13-year-old Allison, 12-year-old Mark, and 9-year-old John Matthew. And he did confess to everything, but he pleaded, like, insanity because of him saying that, Uh, He was possessed, malevolent voices told him to do it, he couldn't control what he was doing. However, when it first happened, he was at a bar, and he went home. So, I don't don't know if he was at a bar, he just told him that, but he said he was at a bar, he didn't do it. Then later he did say, okay, I did do it, but I was possessed. So, Another Wendigo? (laughs) Yeah, Story changing. Like, I... They're also saying he was drunk, he was an alcoholic, because he had an abusive childhood, you know, so... I mean, that's not an excuse. Well, it's not an excuse. Um, but his story did change, but he, obviously, the insanity plea, they didn't take it seriously. So he was sentenced 25 years of life and died, actually, last year in jail. So he did, you know, spend the rest of his life in jail for what he did. So because of the murders... Um, this house was a steal. So it was 4,000 square feet in Long Island. Oh, wow. Um, and it was only $80,000. So the Lutz family scooped that right up. So George and Kathy Lutz bought the house for $80,000. However, they moved out 28 days later. Hmm. Do you want to know why? Tell me. Lay it on me. Yeah. Fucking ghosts. 
Allegedly. Allegedly. So, the 28 days they were in the house, they said a lot of shit happened. Like, a lot. Like, an excessive amount of stuff. So, a few things they said was um, they heard mysterious voices, um, windows and doors opening and closing on their own, plagues of flies, which I saw in the movie. There was, like, tons of flies. I know when the priest went to the house to try to bless it to get the demons out um there were a lot of flies when he was there i guess they found dead flies everywhere um phantoms of hooded forms so i guess like Hmm. cloaked figures um green slime seeping from ceilings and walls yummy um offensive stenches like farts um Cold and hot spots, which, as we know, whenever there's a spirit around, there's the air is always colder. Yeah. So obviously, if it's cold, there's probably a ghost. Um, objects moving by themselves, mysterious cloven hoof prints in the snow, which I feel like could easily it be, could be any animal, a deer, or and like, yeah, yeah. Um, George claims to be possessed by an evil spirit. Um, which in the movies, they show him, like, slowly, like, going crazy. Kind of, like, rapid decline. Yeah. Kind of like The Shining, a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Um, telephone service affected, uh, the priest who tried to help them was attacked, which he was covered in boils, Uh, he had, like, boils and, like, cuts and stuff on his hands. Yeah. But that was after he left, right? I think? Yeah. He had, uh, high fever, blisters on his hands. And then Kathy was beaten and scratched. Um, they had personality changes. I guess maybe, I don't know if it was just George or, like, the whole family. Um, there was an incubus, which I don't off the top of my head know what an incubus is, which is odd. I know Uh, the band, Incubus. (laughs) Oh, a male demon believed to have sexual intercourse with sleeping women. Oh, lovely. Oh, love that. Creeper. Um, and then encounters with Jody, who was a demonic ghostly pig. Oh, yeah, I have that same nightmare every day. Yeah. (laughs) Well, that's, that's concerning, because demon, uh, well, pigs are usually, if you see pigs, like spirit pigs, they're usually associated with demons. Or children. Or children, yeah. Children. So children are pigs, is what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> children are, well, yes, but children, uh, demons often take the shape of children to make people believe in, like, innocence. Because, like, when you see a child, you're going to really think a demon outside of us. Yeah, and I don't really know why demons and pigs are, like, a thing. Maybe um, sacrifices and stuff like that? There could be some science behind that. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's, I know that, like, I've heard of that before. Um, that they take the shape of, like, pigs, but, I mean, I don't know why they chose the name Jody. <laughs> that just seems a little weird to me. But, yeah, so that was what they encountered while they were at the house. So, um, the stepfather, George Lutz, had a history of dabbling in the occult, which is right there. That's, like, red flag number one yeah. in this story. Mm-hmm. Um, George was said to wake up at 3.15 a.m. every single morning, which is around the time... Uh, that Ron carried out the murders to his six family members. Um, when the priest came to bless the house, he allegedly heard a voice scream, get out. He told the Lutzes to never sleep in that particular room in the house. So not only did he see tons of flies and get attacked, but he also heard someone say, get out. Um, yeah, and then the, again, Jody, the pig, 
um, she was seen from the window with red eyes staring down at George and his stepson, Daniel. Um, yeah, so it just seemed like a lot happened there. So In how many days again? In 28 days. 28 days, okay. That was a lot to be happening in 28 days. Yeah, yeah they were there in December 1975 and they left roughly in January uh, 1976. Hmm. So to me... <coughs> having heard lots of stories about, you know, haunted houses and whatnot, um, I just feel like 28 days and all that happening is, like, that's yeah, a lot. Yeah, seems, like, a little bit too much. Yeah. You know? Like, I mean, you hear, like, you know, the movie Poltergeist, not that it's real, but it's like, oh, one week the cabinet doors opened, mm-hmm. and then two weeks later the chairs were on top of the table. Like, I just feel like... That was a lot. So, unless, like, Satan himself was, like, (laughs) chilling in the house, maybe Satan... He's a pig. Is a pig named Jody. I don't know. Like, that just seems like a lot to be happening in such a small amount of time. Yeah, no. So, after uh, they moved out, they told their... Started telling their story to news outlets. They got a lawyer... Okay. Um, and George and Kathy took a lie detector test to prove that what they were saying was true, and they passed. Um, they also sold the story to an author who wrote a book about it, which we all know is the Amityville Horror, which was also turned into a movie. Mm-hmm. So, they didn't live in the house, they sold their story, um... Got they made so much money off of that. Books and movie deals off of it. So eventually they were bogged down in legal and financial issues, um, which prompted the skeptics to believe that they had the motive to create a fantastical story to sell to the public. So people think that they immediately moved out of the house, started making movie deals, book deals, going on news outlets because they could not afford the house okay. and had no money. So they were like hey, let's, you know, quick scheme real quick. And, yeah. So, um, the Lutz's former lawyer, actually, William Weber, um, came out in 1979 claiming the three of them came up with the horror story over many bottles of wine. Hmm. So, yeah. Um, I mean, the son now, like, claims the house ruined his life, and he continues to have nightmares to this day. However, he does say that his stepfather, George did exaggerate a lot of the things that happened in the house so okay like maybe some of it did happen but maybe yeah. it wasn't like as crazy as they made it sound because yeah. maybe they thought the little things that did happen wouldn't have made as big of like a story that and like when you're under the influence like you just see more things that aren't even there yeah you know what i mean so or like he was a child and the father yeah. could have just like suggestively like, oh, like, I think I saw something up in that window. And he could have been like, oh, that's just Jody the pig. Yeah. Don't worry about it. It's fine. And then now he thinks he saw a pig. Yeah. Up in the window. <sighs> so, yeah. And uh, so through all of this, through them moving out of the house, telling their story, telling what happened, um, famous investigators Ed and Lorraine Warren uh, did come to the house and do a seance in a few of the rooms, um, although I don't think much came out of it. No, they, uh, their involvement was, like, two months after, um, 
the family moved out of the house. Um, they were in there shortly, and they were the first to go in there to do a uh, haunting, well, like investigation. Yeah, like right? a haunted yeah. investigation. Um, they were claiming that it was a violent demonic presence that was so intense that drove them out of their home. Uh, and though Ed and Lorraine kind of helped cooperate that story, uh, the pre like the owners who bought the house afterwards could not do that, and they were saying that they hadn't experienced any activity afterwards. So. Yeah, and one of the people present um, was saying that he didn't hear anything. Mm-hmm. at all see anything hear anything and when Lorraine was like well actually don't you remember me telling you that I saw something he was like no I, I don't recall that at all actually yeah. so I don't know I mean this this was their claim to fame though which is interesting because they did have other cases like everyone well at least a more commonly known Annabelle was one yeah. of the things that they had dealt with and then of course, The Conjuring, which was based on the Perrin family. Um, and then The Devil Made Me Do It case, as well as The Enfield's Poltergeist. So it's kind of like they had a bunch of things, but apparently for a case that they did not have a ton of um, interaction with was their claim to fame. Yeah, and I mean, uh, like they did a bunch of seances and I feel like usually when they do seances or people do seances they have some sort of activity that's reported happening during the seance and I don't see anything yeah no that sounds kind of sus yeah so since all of that happened it has been debunked or like a few things have been debunked um that it was investigated by um physical research foundations and they ultimately came to the conclusion that the stories were fake um that they even found a contract for profits from a book and a film in their house made by the lawyer um so i guess that you know i mean red flag number one being that he was like he liked the occult, and he would try to, like, summon spirits. So it was yeah. almost like he was also trying to trying to have something happen in the house as well. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, and they had tons of lawsuits. Um, the, the owners of the house after the Lutzes sued um, the author of the book, Jay Anson, for the book's notoriety, basically making their house a tourist spot. Um, and then the Lutz's former lawyer sued them for profits of the book. So, I don't know. That whole thing just seems weird. It seems like a whole big, like, publicity stunt to me. Yeah, no, honestly. When, when they, like, make books and, like, movies and stuff like that about things like that, I, it kind of just already feels kind of phony mm-hmm. in a way. Because yeah. they dramatize, dramatize, I can't say it. Dramatize. Dramatize, like, everything to make it seem like, 
over the top. Like, how do you get all these things happen within, like, what, 28 minutes? I mean, 28 minutes. 28 days. Mm -hmm. It feels like 28 minutes, I guess, for them. But, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. It just just seems like too much to be happening in such a short amount of time, especially with no evidence, like, whatsoever. Yeah. So, I don't know. Yeah, it's just weird, and, like, the the stepson, like, basically calling his stepdad, like, a piece of shit is, like, hmm, like, what is that? Yeah, I don't know. Like, why is he calling him that, you know? Especially, like, since they, quote-unquote, experienced this traumatic thing with the house, you know what I mean? Like, you would think... Like, why would he say something like that? You know yeah, I, mean? I don't know. Wouldn't that, that bring them together or some bullshit? That's usually how that works. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, you'd think. But if, like, he was a complete asshole, I mean, maybe that was not enough to overlook that. Like, even yeah. with weird things happening in the house, like, it's... Yeah. An asshole is an asshole. Drinking, yeah, yeah, no, I get that. If we get back to, um... The Warrens... Uh... The I talked about the conjuring for the first one. Um yeah, but I've never really seen those. So. I have watched all of them several times. Oh my God. Uh I have not. Um so let me let me dabble in for you guys. So basically the conjuring two is based on quote unquote the Warren's account of the events that happened mm-hmm. in the Amneville horror while um like we said earlier, there wasn't a ton of evidence that supports these claims. I'm not, yeah. I personally am not saying it's fake or not, but I am saying that it, in the, uh, there's a, I guess like an interview based on the, like after the movie. Um, yeah. And the family themselves were saying that a lot of the stuff, like you were saying, was dramatized. As anyway, saying, in the movie, so dramatic. Yes. <laughs> so in the movie, it starts off with them in the house, and um, I don't know if we said it, but we we might not have. Uh, Lorraine says in this case to Ed mm-hmm. that she doesn't want to ever be like this one. She wants this to be the last and the closest she's ever been to hell, yeah. and it opens with that movie, and it starts up. With her sitting at the table, um, presumably the, sh- the sewing room. Yeah. Um, and they are in the middle of a seance, and she is experiencing an out-of-body, I guess, experience, where she goes uh, throughout the house, and she's following a little, a little boy who is in a spirit form. Yeah. And she walks up the flight of stairs, and at some point, I guess, she takes on the persona of, what was it, Ronald? The, uh, Ronald DeFeo Jr. Yes. She takes on, um, his persona, and she's walking to each bedroom, and she's pretty much reenacting the murders that were occurring so she's walks into each room and she like pumps the shotgun and shoots pumps it again shoots and each time like she's portraying each act of the murder that went down and when you look she passes by a mirror and you can almost see like you see him Him. in the reflection and not her because it's his spirit that's showing her what she did 
Yeah. Or what he did, I should say. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting how to start the movie and she's like, it's like really dark and really like fucked up. Like she's upset, she's crying, screaming. And um, it's Ed who takes her out of that trance. And that's yeah. where she says like, that's the closest to how I ever want to be. Yeah. And then they continue on to the rest of the movie, but it is a part of that movie. So. Alright. It's interesting, to say yeah. the least. To I, watch, it's, yeah. it's super intense to watch her each time pull back and shoot pull back and shoot because just showing it or at least just saying it is one thing but watching the action watching her walk to each room and having a flashback to the scene of each child essentially being killed it's intense yeah it's a serious intense moment especially for the actress who plays her and then obviously if that's what actually happened in real life yeah that's huge. That would be really traumatic. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, we don't see any of that anywhere. Like, all it says is that she just, like, felt icky. Yeah, and, house. like, I don't know. She also had, um, I guess, like, information, help, informational help with the Conjurings because it is based on their stories that mm-hmm. she had some input in them. Yeah. I believe the first one ed had input i don't really i'm not too sure when he passed um in correlation to that but um she definitely had um the ability some influence on what happened in the movie so if that i guess that's the route ish that she wanted it to go that's one way to make money yeah well i'm making much money now may she rest yeah and her husband well, you know, I, like, reading everything, like, I kind of felt like it was real when I watched, like, the movies and the documentaries, but, like, now reading into everything, I'm like, mm. Yeah. And, like, the Lutzes claimed that every family before and after them experienced similar things, um, but the owner right after them from the Cromarty family issued a statement saying the quiet village of Amityville Long Island has been made infamous by a hoax. It will possibly never be the same. It is Long Island's equivalent to Watergate. None of us would be here today if a responsible publisher and author had not given credibility to two liars and allowed them the privilege of putting the word true on a book in which all actuality is a novel. The credibility of the hoax stems from using a charlatan Catholic priest who has been banned from performing his religious duties by the Diocese of Rockville Center, the equivalent of disbarment of a lawyer. This charlatan priest has been involved with a complicity to a lie and therefore deserves no credibility and should be dealt with accordingly. They really came for their throats on that. No, that was disrespectful. Personally, I would not let that slide, but whatever. I mean, I guess it goes back to the skepticism of demonology and ghost hunting and the paranormal. Like, either you believe in it or you don't. Yeah. And a lot of the time, unfortunately, people don't believe in it. Yes, but also going back to how much money they made, they had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16 films or adaptations of the story. Wow. Jeez. That's a lot. Along with a book. So, I mean, if they were going for, you know, a fantasy story to get money, they really, uh, really hit the jackpot with that one. 
So, yeah. I mean, the paranormal community is not, you know, not unknown to that, unfortunately, of people exploiting or no thought to be exploiting um, stories yeah, like that. Unfortunately, the Warrens have been accused of us uh, quite frequently, actually. Um, they were often accused of pretty much dramatizing stories and selling it up to be bigger than it actually was to mm -hmm. get um, kind of the wow factor and get yeah. money and stuff like that. Um, obviously, they were taking their claim to be taken advantage of um, families who were in desperate need of help. Yeah. Um, and they had nowhere else to turn. So it's, it's sad because it kind of makes it harder for people who are actually genuinely trying to help others or to find out about this world that we really don't know or the possibilities that are unknown. Yeah. And they can't because people lie. People lie and people like money, unfortunately. Very well, slimy. To go back to like the possibility that this actually happened, um, I just saw this, that when the Lutzes moved in, all the furniture was still left from the DeFeo family. Mm-hmm. And like intact from the night of the murders. I think I saw something that they had Meaning, like four hundred blood and all. What the fuck? In the mattresses. So I mean There's possibility. If we are, you know, saying maybe that this house actually was haunted or had a demon in it, like leaving that stuff in there yeah. is not good. Not good no. at all. I mean, yeah. I don't know about you, but I don't want to live on or even sleep on a mattress that has previous guts, Illness. previous ache from other people. Previous. I mean, Illness. obviously, like it's not an ideal situation, and it's really horrible what happened. But I still don't want to lay on a mattress yeah, that no. someone was murdered on. So also going to the route where this is real, um, a paranormal investigator named Holzer and a medium Ethel Johnson Myers investigated the house in 1977 and alleged that she channeled a Native American Indian chief spirit who said the house stood on an ancient Indian burial ground. And Holzer adds that a white person dug up a skeleton and there was fighting. According to Holzer, there's still anger, and when a white man is there, he's a vehicle for possession. Um, which, when I think of that, I think of the Schmidt thing. Where he's like, white man? No! <laughs> Not the white man. So, I mean, if it is real, you have the guy that said he was possessed and killed his family. You have these investigators saying that it was on an... Native American burial ground and the skull was dug up and now it's haunted. Um, so, I mean, it could be possible. I mean, you also have the, the flip side of it where they actually um, asked Native American tribes and historians whether or not that was actually a burial. And they said no. Yeah, they said there was no such thing. Because they said that the grounds were infested with demons. All I'm saying is, a lot of stories are folding on top of each other and nothing's lining up. No. I mean, no, that was beautiful. <laughs> I love that. That wasn't scripted, by the way. No. In unison. Just, Ooh. no. I mean, if I'm going to give my opinion, I don't think it's real. I think maybe George tried to get something. I think he really thought about it and was like, 
let me buy this house mm -hmm. where this guy killed his family because he was possessed and let me try to conjure up something and maybe he did and that's maybe. what they saw and maybe yeah. it wasn't as bad or maybe he didn't and then he kind of just exaggerated everything and then maybe he made the kids believe that something was there yeah through like the power of suggestion and then that's how they're remembering it so that's yeah. why the son is like that house was terrible eyewitness testimony is the least reliable source right because like yeah. i said just him seeing a pig up in the window could have just been an optical illusion. It could have been the dog that they had, honestly. Yeah, and then the dad could have been like, that's Jody the pig, and he was like, okay, bet. Yeah. <laughs> Say less. I'm nine years old, don't know a difference. Yeah, and then now, all these years later, oh, well, that's spooky. Yeah. Um, all these years later, he's just like, yeah, I for sure saw a pig up in that window, 100%. Yep. So, yeah. If you're asking me, I think it's bullshit. I, I would, I don't know. Like, there's a lot leading to the fact that this could be potentially, like, all a hoax. But I also am a firm believer that if you mess with the occult and you do summon something, it's not something that's tied to the property necessarily. It can also be tied to an individual. Well, and like I said, people did say they may not think that the house is haunted, but the family themselves is yeah. haunted. And so because of that, like, I don't have enough proof to say it's not haunted. One, because I've never experienced anything there. I've never been to this house. Maybe one day. Um, but also, there's a good possibility they took, took whatever was there and brought it with them. Yeah, I mean, and I think they moved to California or something, of too. Of So, yeah, <laughs> that's where the shmoney was, but... Shout out to the Californians. Yeah, but I mean, like, I mean, they never said anything happened after. I mean, it could have been, like, the time, the place, the eternal equinox, whatever. Because, I mean, they also could have been really, like, milked that shit and been like, it's following us. Oh, we yeah, that's another California. good point. Yeah. I wonder, like... Did it follow them? Did things keep happening? Not that I, I heard of. Seeing it anywhere. To be honest, I didn't. I haven't heard anything else about this family yeah. aside from this, and that everybody thinks that they're full of shit. Yeah. What do you think? How do we wow. keep doing that? Oh my like, god! Like we have. I'm it's, getting interrogated. It's one. <laughs> it's like one brain cell split between. We three really people. are sure. So yeah, this no, is honestly. bound to happen. It's beautiful. Um. Well, I think. Maybe he saw a good deal on a house, was like, hey, that seems good. And he was like, oh, people die here? Great. I like <laughs> occult shit. So let's go there. And they move in, and he's like doing his little concoction. He's like, you know what? I'm going to figure out some shit. Oh, he wiggled and like that yeah, too? Yeah, he wiggled. You yeah. can't see it, but she wiggled beautifully. She, I did it, was, it was quite beautiful. And I don't know. Maybe he tried to conjure up something. Something came about. You said that the furniture was still there, right? Yeah, the so blood-soaked mattresses. That I think Delicious. between that and whatever he was doing in the basement, who knows, um, kind of bought some kind of energy higher. Because I guess because blood was there mm -hmm. from the previous, you know, like whatever yeah. energy is mean, mixed. Even if the rest of the furniture in the house <clears throat> was fine, I mean, yeah. just those mattresses alone yeah. have so much bad just energy. Just no, 100%. Need to be cleaned. No, deep clean. Like, yeah. throw out the mattress, get mm -hmm. a new mattress, go to mattress firm. I don't know what to tell you, but they also throw those say out. areas where 
traumatic things happen yeah. attract bad spirits. Yeah, so whatever energies were already there mm-hmm. and him messing around with whatever conjurings he's trying to do mm-hmm. just mixed different energies together and maybe bought up something, some kind Jody of events. Whatever little Miss Piggy came by, mm-hmm. she was like, "Hey, how you doing?" Um, and Jody, we're so sorry. We apologize. Yeah, I'm gonna just like watch at you, like from the window. Yeah, sorry, you're looking kind of cute, but like, no. You looking so, like my morning bacon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like hot dogs on a summer day, baby. My demonic <laughs> bacon baby girl. Oh, she. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I just, I think. There wasn't enough uh, evidence, like, towards the end of it. And like you said, like, I think he was just kind of milking his kids, too. Like, mm-hmm. you know, putting that information in his in their head um, to kind of, sadly, um, traumatize them. Yeah. I mean, yeah, <laughs> so, that kid's, like, it ruined my life. Like, no, still has nightmares yeah. to this day. Yeah. So, I, I, I'm in between. So, yeah. It seems like know. you're kind of like on the fence with both of ours. Yeah. I mean, if I saw lime jello coming out know. of the walls, I would probably cry too. I would call I'm Ghostbusters at that point. <laughs> Bill Murray, please, I <laughs> please, need you now. There's green goo. No, he's in the middle of a scandal right now. Oh, Is shit. He? Yeah. I don't know. It's another time. Uh, uh, not the time, not the place. Not the time, not the place. No, but I might try to eat the jello. I would. Yeah. I like, the. What if you get possessed now? Fuck it, I'm already. You're gonna what? What? They're gonna return it. They'll hate my life. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna be like, you know what? Um, I, you can I, have this back. This is trash. Do I still yeah. have the 90 days to return this one or no? Do you have the receipt? I have the receipt. Yes. <laughs> Man, this I even have the receipt. Is expired. <laughs> this receipt has says it's from 2010. We can't accept this, and it's also from Kohl's. Oh damn it. <laughs> Ugh, yeah, I don't know. This whole thing just seems like the. So what do you guys think? Tell us what you think. Comment on everything. We need to know. We need to know. We need more ideas. Because even though we're on episode three, we're like... Our brain cells are shared. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard for us sometimes. So, like, if you can think of anything you want us to talk about, please let us know. If you have any creative or constructive criticism, let us know. Because we want to be better and we want to make sure that we're giving you the content that you want to hear. Also, we might cry. Because we take things personally. Yeah, just yeah, don't no, raise your honestly. voice a little too high because I will break down. Like, no yelling. No caps, please. And yeah. that goes for you, Julia. Because I know you always text me in capital letters. Ooh, shout out, name drop. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. But listen, you ghostly hoes. That was our story for the week. Yeah, we're done. Episode three. So, I'm so happy we made it this far. I know. We didn't think we'd make it. No, no. It's pretty awesome. I thought we would also have trouble coming up with ideas, even though there's like 8 billion ghost stories. So many ghost stories. Yeah. I think I have like 10 books already. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but uh, we will be back next week for another episode about something spooky. We don't really know yet because we kind of just make this up as we go but uh we will see you next week and thanks for listening and bye 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 stay mostly ghostly Ooh.